Hello, everybody, and welcome to Challengers and Champions, the official podcast of Boost League Soccer. This is episode number 14. My name is Jared. You probably know me better as Dr. McBoop, and joining me on the line is South End XGF. What's going on, man? Nothing much, Dr. McBoop. Just excited to get season five of BLS underway. We got a couple matches to talk about tonight. Looking forward to diving in. Yeah, the day one is in the books and a lot, a lot of, lot of close matches today. Um, looking forward to talking about it. Challengers and Champions is dedicated to talk about the goings-on in BLS, things such as previous match results, upcoming match predictions, or anything else we can think of to discuss. Today's podcast will focus on matches played on Thursday, March 9th. Uh, before we get into what happened today, just a quick note about what's going on this season. Uh, we have uh, we have a much smaller, much smaller pool of players, so a lot, lot, lot fewer matches to discuss. Uh, we've got just one division, five teams, uh, three or four matches each day total, which is uh, which is about half of, of what we usually have going on. But uh, we've uh, still, still the same great analysis coming from the two of us here on Challengers and Champions. And with that note out of the way, uh, let's talk about what happened today on the field. Our first match at 9 o'clock featured Overthrow taking on RAR. And uh, Southend, uh, do you know who, who, uh, who played in that match? Absolutely. Looks like uh, Overthrow started Krisaka, Mr. XD, as we like to call him, uh, Liquid Sight, and Rayug. So all guys that we're familiar with, all guys we've seen in BLS before. And then RAR started Dominipple, Rabble Rouser, and Dale Doback, again, BLS uh, veterans, uh, back from last season, those guys, and previous seasons. So uh, all guys that we kind of knew what to expect from tonight, and um, you know, it was a really interesting match to watch. Both teams starting their uh, MMR 1, 3, and 4 lineups against each other. Uh, so figured it was going to be a good matchup just looking at the at the rosters. First first game of BLS Season 5, Overthrow comes out on top with a dominant performance in Match 1. Really just looked like they were all over RAR. They win 5-2, to two, then take the second game in a loss to RAR, who battled back uh, with great form. Uh, with a 2-1 to one victory for RAR. And then the third game, RAR scoring a zero-second goal to go into overtime. But we'll get into that in a second. And then and then Overthrow ultimately takes it shortly after the start of overtime. But a uh, good match out there tonight. You called it. What were your what were your takeaways? Man, I'll tell you what. Uh, in uh, game one, the one that Overthrow won 5-2, to two, it looked like RAR was gonna was just going to run away with the game. Uh, Dominipple scored uh, the goal eight seconds in uh, to take a 1-0 lead. And then Overthrow bringing five unanswered after that and then RAR kind of getting a goal in garbage time to end the game because uh, it, it started out very solidly in RAR's favor and then overthrow just looking just looking dominant after after that initial goal uh, Chris especially just kind of took over that game yeah it was definitely the Chris show in game one after the first uh, that first goal from RAR uh, he just took over, and literally every time the ball went down the field, he was on it or involved in the play or throwing it in front of the net or making a block. I mean, he was everywhere in that match. And Rar just didn't really have an answer for him. They uh, they kind of looked like they got put back on their heels, and uh, Overthrow took full advantage of it won the match 5-2. to two. And I think the, uh, the, the two goal was a, um, a late in the match, like you said, garbage time, so... Dominant performance from Overthrow, maybe a little more so than the scoreline uh, reads in that game. But in the second match, Rar battles back and and made some really good adjustments to put Overthrow back on their heels. Yeah, they played some great defense in that second game. Overthrow still took eight or nine shots, I think, and Rar had seven or eight saves on those shots. Just uh, all three 
uh, players from Raw just being vacuums on defense. Uh, Overthrow's only goal came w- with zero seconds, and Ray just kind of backflipped it in there. Just a little cheeky backflip to, to end the game and not be shut out. Uh, but uh, the great defensive show from Raw in Game 2, looking a lot better than they did in Game 1. Yeah, and then Game 3, uh, it's the story of both teams making their adjustments out of Games 1 and 2, and uh, neck-and-neck battle in uh, Game 3. I don't have the individual stat lines in front of me, but uh, I, I remember it was back and forth. It was real close, uh, tightly contested, and then just when we thought it was over, Overthrow had the lead with uh, 10 seconds left. Rar throws it down into Overthrow's end. <clears throat> Gets a miracle kick out of the corner up into the middle. Dale Doback able to smash the ball home from midfield with zero seconds left. Overthrow just caught rotating, trying to get that last second play, and Dale Doback took advantage of kind of a chip shot from midfield uh, to send the match to overtime. And what a huge momentum swing. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't last long for RAR since Overthrow was able, I think, about 25 seconds into the overtime, Chris uh, found a, a, a shot from, from center uh, up above the net, dropped one in. But uh, what a great adjustment for RAR. Kudos to those guys for coming back and battling hard, not giving up. Um, especially after what felt like a pretty one-sided match in the first game. Yeah, that first game, uh, there was a lot. It was just individual plays for the most part in the first game. Uh, Dominic was scoring both goals, I'm pretty sure, for RAR on individual efforts, and Chris scoring, I think, three out of the five all on individual efforts. Uh, not a lot of assists in game one. And I remember telling Static in between game one and two that the team that's able to put together the most team plays going forward would be the one to, to win the match. And in game two, RAR had two, go- had two goals on two assists, and they took that, mat- that game to the one. And in Game 3, Overthrow had three goals on three assists, and they took that in Game 3. And here in the early going in BLS, uh, teamwork is especially hard to come by because teams are teams have just been set up. They haven't really had a chance to play together with one another yet. And once a team starts gelling, uh, that's when you start to pull ahead. Yeah, it's always fun to watch the first, the first week or two of BLS matches to figure out <clears throat> as the teams start to adjust to their lineups and start to figure out where their players' roles are on the teams. And it's always fun to watch the teams that click right off the bat, too. Um, the guys that are able to just drop in and and, uh, and pick pick up chemistry with each other right right out of the gate. Uh, I think as BLS is going on and on, I think, I think there's some players that are starting to figure out maybe some keys to make that successful. So it's been fun to hear some of the different ideas, some of the different thought process guys are, are looking at this with going into these seasons. But, um, you know, easy to see adjustments being made on both sides in that first match today. It's always a, a cool dynamic to BLS. Yeah, it's certainly a good match to watch. Um, another good match that probably would have been nice to watch, but was unfortunately off stream tonight, featured Team McBoop, um, which I guess has to be my team this season. That's that has that's kind of the rule, right? I, I If anyone's going to pick that team to win, I would expect it would be you. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Team McBoop uh, taking on Overthrow. Uh, that match went to three games. Uh, game one, Team McBoop took over Overthrow 1-0, to zero, and then Overthrow pulling off the reverse sweep, winning game two, 2-1, two to one, and game three in overtime, winning that one 3-2. Uh, Southend, who played in that? So, Overthrow started the same lineup they started in the first match we saw on stream. Krisaka, Liquid Sight, and Rayug again for them. So uh, using both of Spartanova's sits in the first week of the season, we'll see him play the rest of the season on their lineup. Uh, but Team McBoop uh, opted to bring Dandy Andy, Canicola, and uh, SMD Goblin, who I believe is new to BLS. I believe he played in the beta season, but it's been a, it's been a while. Okay, I wasn't around back then. I know he hasn't been here in the last few seasons, so it's a player I, I have personally not yet had a chance to watch play. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but uh, but solid lineups again from both of those squads. Um, really looking at the stat line from this game, it went three series, and uh, rumor has it third game went to overtime, and I don't know how long it was or you know what what transpired. But looking at the scoreline, this would have been a really good match to get to watch. First game, Team at Boop took one to nothing over overthrow. Uh, the second game they lost two to one, and the third game, uh, as we heard, went to overtime and overthrow uh, won three to two to, to complete the reverse sweep. So tough to tell what happened there. I, I could speculate on the well, score. So I, have, I, I wish that was one. I have a little bit of insight on game three. Um, Static uh, hopped into uh, Team McBoop's chat after the uh, the second on stream match uh, game finished, and uh, it was two zero at one point in game three in overthrow's favor. So Team McBoop able to score two goals before regulation ended to force it to overtime and uh that 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 is that is all i know i know two goals down in game three you gotta there's a lot of nerves there and to to be able to to pull to pull back even and send the game to overtime really really takes some guts yeah and and you know guys on that team dandy andy canicola definitely guys we've seen a lot around bls uh, guys that uh, i know i played with andy andy last season and He's a guy that can keep his cool under pressure. So no surprise to me uh, that that team was able to battle back in that kind of situation. Um, you know, wish wish we could have seen it, but um, you know, maybe one of those guys has a replay or a VOD that we can catch later. We'll see. Yeah, I certainly look forward to watching that in the near future. Um, I think that's about all we have to offer on the off-stream match. Uh, overthrow winning that one three ga- or two games rather to one. Uh, in our second on-stream match, uh, featured thinking or emote thinking, as Static called them, and oops and that match was uh winning straight games to oops uh just shutting out thinking uh winning game one one zero and game two four to zero and uh lineups for that one south end thinking started llama frost and Kilmeh. uh sat eros out who's their top mmr player certainly missed his presence on the field there uh my team oops started myself crazy volpix and brava gunner uh, this evening. So, again, uh, everyone there except for, as far as I know, Kilme, I have not seen play much. Um, you have experience with Frost X? I have. I know he's been around the community for a long time. I think he's played BLS before. No, this is, this is his first either. season. Oh, this is his first yeah, season? Yeah, thinking had uh, both Frost X and Kilme, new to new to BLS. And I want to talk about that in a bit. But let's, let's talk a little bit more about, uh, about, about scores real quick. Sure. Um, haven't played in that match. Um, you know, we we knew going in that they weren't going to start Eros, so we knew we had a good opportunity, um, especially bringing our highest MMR lineup tonight uh, that we possibly could present. So uh, we, we had a little chat in the game ahead of time that we just wanted to come out and play solid rotations, communicate well, and we, we did a real good job of that. Um, unfortunately, not tons to talk about from the match standpoint, I don't think. Uh, we kept the pressure on, on thinking... Uh, for the entire majority of game one, yeah. Um, actually, I, I want to get it. Shots, yeah. yeah, that's what I was, that's where I was going. Uh, game one, I think we spent like four minutes in thinking's end of the field, and we we noted that many times on the broadcast. Uh, but only one goal from your team uh, was was there just solid defense from thinking? Uh, were there just a lot of botched passes on your end? I'd, I'd like a little more insight on that. Yeah, I think it was a little of both. Uh, they they did defend real well. I think we had five shots, and I think they had three or four saves. Uh, we had some chances that we just, I think we just caught some some tough bounces. I know, I think we were laughing in our team chat at the end of the match because I had fired one from the slot and dropped it off the crossbar and it wouldn't go yeah, in. Yeah, there were a couple instances and of that. <laughs> it sat on the goal line for what felt like three minutes before it finally got poked out of there and we couldn't, we couldn't punch it in. And then <clears throat> maybe 90 seconds later, 
uh, I think Crazy Vulpix threw a shot at the exact same spot on the crossbar, and the exact same bounce happened. And so we were like, don't shoot at that part of the crossbar. It's nice to know Rocket and, League is consistent when it comes to that. Yeah, we uh, we were laughing. We were like, hey, we're going to shoot at the left side of the net because it's <laughs> not working on the right side. But, uh, no, we felt confident. Uh, I thought I thought our rotations were solid. Our communication was good, so it was real comfortable to drop into those guys. I've played a little bit with Crazy Vulpix and some privates, but uh, I have not personally played uh, with Brava or Restoring Hope, who's on our team this year. Uh, but I thought I thought, I thought the, that the guys did a real good job of dropping in and making it real comfortable to play together. Um, in that first game, I think I think we could have scored more than one goal, obviously, and, and Thinking had some good saves, and they had good rotations in their defensive end. Uh, I, I give uh, our guys a lot of credit for applying a lot of midfield pressure to keep them pinned uh, in their zone. And when we felt we didn't need to pressure anything too hard or overcommit, as long as we had good control of the ball, we were in good shape. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, we mentioned before, Frost Six and Kilmay both knee, both knew rather to BLS. And I hadn't thought about it before the interview with you guys, but uh, Crazy Vulpix mentioned something about when he was first streamed for BLS uh, that he was super nervous about it. And uh, I was wondering your perspective, since uh, you're a bit newer and you remember your first game a little bit better than I think he would. And I think you could have a little more empathy as to what Frost Six and Kilmay were feeling. And I was wondering if you thought that had an impact on tonight's games you know i think it definitely could have uh, i think vulpix was was uh smart to bring that up it's something that i, I wouldn't have crossed my mind either at this point um <clears throat> my first season in bls was season three with the uh, tacos locos team and i had played a lot of competitive rocket league prior to bls i've been a long time orsa guy and so I, I wasn't unfamiliar with competitive play or i kind of passed the point where i got nervous playing in competitive matches um, even in, in tournaments and stuff like that. But uh, dropping into BLS, the first game where it was going to be on stream like that, I had turned my phone upside down because I didn't want any... I had some friends that were watching and uh, other guys that had played in some of the other matches that, that I knew were, were tuning in to watch. And so I had turned my phone upside down so it wouldn't bother me during the match. I just didn't have to think about oh, it. Oh, like that silences was, it or whatever? Uh, no, I just didn't want it flashing and, and alerting oh, me. Oh, you know, okay. Like, I, d- I, I could not figure out what that meant. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, no, I put it face down so I wouldn't see any of the notifications if anyone texts me during the gotcha. match or anything. And so I uh, tried to shut it out that way. But, uh, yeah, I had a little bit of pressure uh, that was something unfamiliar. Uh, I've done some Twitch streaming and, and, and played in some other stuff that's been streamed, but not necessarily production like BLS has put together. So, uh, yeah, I could definitely see that being some added pressure. And uh, especially new to the BLS format for both Frost and Kilmay. Um, you know, Llama, Llama's been around BLS for a while, so he knows he knows how this is going to play out and, and, and what to expect. But uh, first time dropping in there, and you got guys that I feel much more comfortable with it at this point because I've gotten to know the community, I've gotten to know a lot of these guys, and it's it's like I understand how cool the whole group is and how welcoming everyone is, uh, how laid back everyone is. So not being sure what to expect of these guys, especially coming out of I had played with a, a, an established competitive team for a long time to kind of break the mold and play with guys that I didn't usually play with. And then in a competitive setting was a little bit uh, of a curveball to deal with. So definitely could, could have been a factor there for sure. Yeah. I, I think, I think I agree. I'm glad that Vulpix brought that up because I don't think I would have thought about it otherwise. Uh, but what that is all of our, of uh, the games that were played today, all the matches that were played today. Uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about standings right now. Um, overthrow in first place uh, with a two and O match record, a four and two game record and a plus four goal differential. And, uh, 
I think this brings up a, a pretty good opportunity to talk about uh, the doubleheader again and the uh, the advantages of playing the same the same lineup on the on on your doubleheader day and uh, just the advantages and disadvantages that that might bring because they played both of their they played the same lineup for both games they won both matches and uh, I think that that sets them up they're sitting pretty for the rest of the season already. Yeah, two and zero starts always fantastic in BLS. I mean, that's a quarter of the way uh, through your season already. Uh, just eight matches in the regular season, so winning those first two, you're 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 a quarter of the way to a perfect season. And doing that on day one, um, you know, that's that's huge. It, it's definitely helpful. So good for them. Uh, you know, they they are sitting in a good spot, but uh, you know, it's, there's a lot of talent, and a lot of depth in this league, and. Um, as these other teams start to click and put some of their different lineup combinations together, we know we've seen it, how much these standings can shake up. So, Yeah, definitely. And with the, the different playoff format this season, I think they might already be in. Uh, second place uh, at the moment, we see Oops with a 1-0 match record, a 2-0 game record, and a plus-5 goal differential. In third place, we've got Team McBoop, uh, go McBoop. Uh, an 0-1 match record, a 1-2 game record, and a minus-1 goal differential. In fourth place, we see RAR XD with a 0-1 match record, a 1-2 game record, and a minus-3 goal differential. And bringing up the rear, we have Emote Thinking in fifth place, uh, 0-1 match record, an 0-2 game record, and a minus-5 goal differential. Uh, no crazy goal differential goal differentials so far uh things are looking pretty tight yeah uh from the matches we saw on the field i mean well-balanced teams uh, no one really ran away with anything tonight um at least uh what we saw and then certainly in the off-stream match it doesn't appear that that was the case there either so um you know none of these teams are or you know in any kind of hole to dig out of or anything at this point we're gonna see key players come back into some of these lineups you know thinking it's gonna look a lot different with arrows on the field um, the team we saw tonight, uh, the off-stream guys, it'll be interesting to see how they mesh um, once we see them come on a stream uh, and how that goes. And, and then Overthrow's going to miss Chris Aka when he does have to step down for a couple games. So, you know, there's still wide open, obviously, first first week of the season. Long way to go, but... Um, yeah, nothing, nothing crazy in the standings to, to discuss today, really. Yeah, I think that's a good thing, though. Uh, next game's on Tuesday. Uh, at 9 o'clock, we're going to see RAR XD in our first look at Team McBoop on stream. Uh, at 9.30 on stream, we're going to see Overthrow taking on Emote Thinking. And off stream, uh, RAR XD is going to take on... Oops. And looking forward to all those matches. Should all be good. Really looking forward to take a look at Team McBoop. Uh, they played Overthrow. They played a good match with them today and we saw how strong that they were with Chris in the lineup and uh, they gave them they took them to three games I'm excited to see what they can do against RAR on Tuesday so it'll definitely be nice on on Tuesday to see uh, to see Team McBoop step on the stream and get a good look at, at their composition this season um, you know there's guys on there that we've seen play before but haven't really seen play together at least in my experience so uh, interesting to see what they decide to do to uh to to make their first statement uh in front of the eyes of the rest of bls and then other other good matches overthrow and thinking uh thinking looking to uh pick up their first win on the season and we'll have to deal with our off stream uh in the late game so uh good stuff coming on tuesday 
Uh, most definitely, most definitely. And before we call it a podcast for tonight, I want to discuss the chance, the changes in uh, in playoff format for this season. Since we just have one one to one division, uh, we're not we're taking more than just the top two teams to the playoffs. We're taking the top four to playoffs. Uh, but the bracket is going to be kind of funny. Uh, in the first match for the playoffs, uh, the three seed and the four seed are going to battle it out, and the winner of that match will take on the two seed in the semifinals, and then the winner of that match will then go on to take on the one seed in the finals. And I was wondering what you thought about that format. Uh, the static had some thoughts that I'll, I'll share here in a minute, but I was wondering what you thought um, having the, having the taking the top spot in the regular season, just giving you a free slot in the finals. What you thought about all of that? I think it's interesting. It's different. Um, you know, it's definitely really good motivation to battle for that top spot through the entirety of the season. So that'll be that'll be a coveted position to hold. Um, you know, uh, I think so. Three and four seed play. Yeah, you gotta you gotta win through teams above you to get in there. I, I think it'll be a really interesting format. I don't think I've ever really seen uh, a playoff system anywhere done that way. So um, you know. Uh, you know, I, I, I think it'll make for some excitement. Uh, I know it's going to be interesting for that team uh, that does have the uh, the buy all the way into the championship to just sit around and have to wait all night that's, to see who they're going to play. I think that's going to be a tough dynamic. That's what Static was saying. He predicted that the two seed would win the playoffs. I said the team that wins the semifinal match will take will, will win. Um, I don't know why I think that, um, but I, I do think it's going to be rough to just sit around. For a couple more hours than the than your opponents, and even though you already have that free slot in the finals, you only have to win one match. I think momentum is a real thing, especially in BLS. Yeah, it definitely can be. We've we've definitely seen that impact teams uh, in huge ways, especially in some of those doubleheader situations and stuff that we love to continue to debate how much we figured out with, but. Yeah, that's going to be a really interesting playoff system. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's sure it'd be great to have that pass in the finals, but yeah, it's going to be tough just sitting there if, if you're in that spot, just waiting to see who you play, and then having to jump in and play a championship level match. That's that's a tough that's a tough call. I think that's an interesting system. But at the same time, if you've got your semifinal, you want them to run all the way, or your I guess your 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 third and fourth seed. If say your fourth seed pulls an upset, they've got to run through another another series and then a best of seven series and it's you know that's, that's a long, long night yeah 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 so it, it's a long road from there too it, it's going to be a really interesting dynamic i'm sure uh, i'm sure we'll have lots of thoughts once we watch it play out yeah i'm certainly excited for playoff night and that is coming up on march 30th uh, but i think that's going to do it for this episode of challengers and champions today's episode was recorded on march 9th 2017 by dr mcboop and south in xgf uh, it was edited by dr mcboop we'll miss skillful earth editing this but uh, i think we'll make it through until then uh before we go is there anything you'd like to plug south end don't have anything tonight just uh glad to be back doing bls it felt like a really long week and a half yeah it certainly was uh i, I was very excited to get back to it tonight uh, we hope you guys were too, and we'd like to thank you for listening to Challengers and Champions, and we will talk to you again soon.